Stephen Kruetis on SAFM. Well, there appear to be more and more growing concerns about the fact that people linked to terrorist groups like ISIS or Islamic State or whoever are using South Africa and I financial system to move money around. The U.S. already made several claims about people living here. Their concerns our open financial system is leading to people to use our country to finance their operations at the same time. As you know, we've been grey-listed by that Financial Action Task Force. Jasmine Opperman is a security consultant specialising in extremism and political violence. Jasmine, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and morning to your listeners. How seriously should we take this claim? How strong is the evidence that terrorists are moving money through South Africa? I think the word evidence is the key word, Stephen. I think the, the, we should rather use the word the probability for terror financing is increasing on South African soil. If one looks at the informal economy, if one looks at the accompanying illegal economy uh, and the vast amounts of money that's been transferred out of South Africa, the probability of money ending up in the hands of terror groups cannot be ignored. And this is important. Um, Coupled with that, Stephen, we must also keep in mind that the financial systems within main terror groups have significantly changed and they are looking for opportunities and organized crime and kidnapping and extortion provides the ideal door for these terror groups to seek and access finances uh, from South African soil. How difficult is it to actually stop all of this from happening? We have a large informal economy. You don't want to stop that money moving around. How difficult is it to then stop this money ending up going to terrorists? It is extremely difficult. Instead of financing is such a complex case, Stephen, um, because you need proof calculated intent, not only from the person that has wired the money, but from the person receiving the money. So there's a collaboration that is being required. In a recent article, there were references to even money ending up in Uganda that facilitated some um, attacks in 2021, the reminder of the bombings we had seen in Uganda. But to prove the calculated intent in any terror case is extremely difficult. We have seen in South Africa our court cases on terrorism falling flat due to the lack of evidence on this specific motion of calculated intent. Um, We keep seeing, Jasmine, people in the United States making claims about people here. They've named some of them publicly. Um, Even our police investigating certain claims against people. And in the end, our authorities don't actually charge anyone. So now, is that a problem with the evidence? Is it a problem with the capacity of the police in South Africa? And the other possibility, and we must take this seriously, is that the Americans are just pointing fingers at people who may be innocent. I think it, I think it's an intersection of various factors, but we cannot ignore um, the following. One is that the U.S. coalition against the IS, a global driving force to further certain interests and um, to f- promote their own fingerprint in the world. But that does not take away the danger and the risk of terror groups using South Africa. Now, if you look at the court cases, Stephen, in one instance, I was told that one of the dossiers got missing, uh, conveniently. 
during the court case. I'm using conveniently in the context I'm explaining. So there are questions pertaining to our capacity. There are questions pertaining to evidence being put on the table. And taking into context the complexity of these cases, and I'm not looking for an excuse, and the case overload in the NPA at this point in time on non-terror cases, we are truly in a very difficult situation. But we cannot ignore the reality of the probability that is increasing in Southern Africa. Um, there's so many elements to all of this. So it's easy to move money around. Um, we see, yes. for example, in Cabo Delgado, uh, people, you know, these sort of insurgencies coming through. How important is money to them? I mean, they need weapons, so I presume they need some form of cash. But they're recruiting people and not necessarily paying them money. They're recruiting people who are willing to be recruited for various reasons. Yes, Stephen, and I think the problem, you referred now to Mozambique specifically, then let's talk about Mozambique. I mean, there are many references to the Islamic State insurgency being funded from South Africa. Um, I've been tracking this insurgency with, uh, in great detail, and I still need the evidence of people transferring money to Islamic State Mozambique. Um, I have not seen one evidence. Um, but recently, we have started noting that they have vast amounts of cash on them. As they move into the uh, communities, they buy the hearts and minds of people. Like you've just noted, where is this money coming from? So there is no deny that money is a key facilitating role in the expansion of these insurgencies of these extremist groups, and we cannot ignore it. Recently, there was an uh, IS dissident dumped a lot of IS propaganda material. And again, the issue of finances come up. Affiliates, you take care of yourself. We don't have the caliphate anymore. We can't provide you with the finances, nor can we guide and direct you. But if you collect money, you must support the other affiliates. You must send back money to IS core in Iraq and Syria because we need the finances. And so there's a diversification, which is complicating the ability to picking up these things. I should be, I think, Stephen, we must just take care. Um, we're sitting with a list of names that is recurring all the time. And I've noted in a recent article, some American think tanks coming up with the same names. But then I'm asking myself, where is the evidence? Why are you not assisting us in prosecuting the cases against if they are then involved and yet the evidence remains lacking. And that concerns me. Jasmine Opperman, thank you. I really appreciate the time. A security consultant specializing in extremism, extremism and political violence. In a moment, we'll be talking about the two-pot retirement system. It's quite complicated, uh, but it does go directly to your longer-term future. That's next.